From the Financial Times in London, I'm David Bond and this is FT News. Now, we already knew that Donald Trump and Rupert Murdoch shared similar worldviews, but the closeness of the ties between the US president's family and the mogul behind the Fox News channel was underscored when it emerged that the president's daughter, Ivanka, was a trustee for a large block of shares in 21st Century Fox and News Corp that belongs to Mr Murdoch's two youngest daughters. Now, it all sounds devilishly complicated, but on the line with me to discuss this is Matthew Garahan, the FT's global media editor, who broke the story. Welcome, Matt. Hi, how you doing? Very good. Now, just to kick us off and try and disentangle this, if you can, what exactly was the role that Ivanka was playing here for Rupert Murdoch and his global media empire? Well, Rupert Murdoch has six children, four of whom are of adult age, who we know about, and two, Grace and Chloe, who are still children, that he had with Wendy Deng, his ex-wife. And several years ago, when Rupert and Wendy were estate planning, he decided to include the youngest children in a family trust, which would give them effectively a one-sixth stake each in the Murdoch family assets, as well as about $150 million worth of shares in 21st Century Fox and News Corps. Now, these things are typically not managed by the parents, and the girls' assets are managed by an independent trust. And Rupert and Wendy decided to ask Ivanka Trump, who was a close family friend, to represent the girls on this family trust. What do you think this tells us then about the relationship between the Murdochs and the Trump presidency? Well, it's very interesting because they were friends for such a long time. I think it shows us quite clearly that the relationship is very close, that Ivanka was very, very close with Wendy Deng, is still close with Wendy, who is no longer married to Rupert, but is you know, still a sort of a player in society. They were holidaying together last year in Croatia. She's rumored to have been dating Vladimir Putin. Rupert remains close to Ivanka too, and is also close to her husband, Jared Kushner, who, as we know, is a key ally and advisor to Donald Trump. So I think it shows us, you know, this has been going on for several years, that the Trumps and the Murdochs have been close, were aware of each other, moved in the same circles, and were so close that Rupert and Wendy decided in their wisdom to ask Ivanka to represent them and represent their daughters in this quite important trust matter and manage the assets of their two daughters. Now, we should make it clear, Matt, that Ivanka Trump has stepped down now from the board, which oversaw the trust on December the 28th. Is that right? Well, she did, yes. She was on this board for several years. On the board throughout the election, we should point out, too, stepped down Mm. at the end of last year before her father, before his inauguration. But still, this was only a few weeks ago. It wasn't, you know, we're not talking about the dim and distant past. This was several weeks ago after he'd won the presidency. She held this position throughout the election campaign. You know, and people have commented on the story and said, well, you know, what's wrong with that? And there isn't anything really wrong with it, but it does show us these deep ties that do exist, ties that perhaps we didn't know were quite as deep before. And of course, it comes back to the question of the role which Fox News played in the election. I mean, we've read so much since and indeed during the election about the power of social media, echo chambers, the power of Twitter, which the president continues to use with great glee. But how influential do you think Fox News was? It's still the most influential news source in America, I think. I mean, a recent Pew survey showed that it was the most widely cited news source in the country, outstripping CNN, outstripping Facebook, outstripping other, you know, the New York Times. And among conservative and right-leaning voters, it's off the charts how influential it is. I mean, I think something like 80 to 90 percent of conservatives cited it as their dominant news source. Now, 
Interestingly, during the election campaign, when Trump was having a rocky period and when Roger Ailes, the former chairman of Fox News, was eased out last summer after a sexual harassment scandal, there was a theory that Fox News may be repositioned and may have been repositioned after the election in the light of a Hillary Clinton win. James and Lachlan Murdoch, Mr. Murdoch's sons, are both much more liberal than he is and were, from what we heard and what sources were telling us, wanted to sort of move it more to the center, you know, not drop its conservative credentials altogether, but move it into more of a sort of central position. When Roger Ailes was eased out, Rupert Murdoch took over the running of Fox News solo. And when Trump won, Rupert positioned the network firmly behind the new president. He was personally involved in the appointment of Tucker Carlson to replace Megyn Kelly, which means that the key three primetime hours on the network, the most watched hours of the day, are now presented by solidly pro-Trump commentators, Sean Hannity, Bill O'Reilly, now Tucker Carlson. So it looked like it was going to change, go in one direction, and actually it's gone the other, more firmly behind Trump than it ever was before. And is that a position that the channel can sustain in the long term? Because if you think about the age of Rupert Murdoch, he's 86. His two sons seem to be becoming more and more powerful in terms of setting the direction for Fox. And yet maybe after a Trump presidency, that might change? Well, you might think that. I think whatever Rupert says goes at Fox and at News Corps. And as long as he's still around and sharp and engaged, then that's what will happen. I mean, his sons are playing more of a role. They're influential in this bid for Sky. The sons were instrumental in pushing out Roger Ailes last summer. But Rupert is still the power and the force within that company. And I think for the foreseeable future, we can expect that Fox will continue to pursue the the very pro-Trump line that it is, even in the face of you know, the rest of the media is giving Trump a, a much harder time than Fox is, and I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. Of course, one of the other things which people have been talking about, Matt, is just how much influence Rupert Murdoch may be able to bring to bear on President Trump as he considers the AT&T Time Warner takeover. That's right. And reportedly, the two of them have already had conversations about that, to I think the private dismay of, of anyone involved in the AT&T Time Warner deal. To take a step back for a second, Rupert Murdoch and Fox tried to buy Time Warner two years ago and failed. This year, AT&T come back with a much bigger, more valuable offer. Time Warner have accepted the offer. And if the deal goes through, it will unite America's biggest telecoms company with Time Warner, which obviously owns HBO and Warner Brothers and CNN. Now, the deal has to pass regulatory muster and regulatory scrutiny and is being scrutinized currently. But apparently, according to New York Magazine, Rupert and Donald Trump have had conversations about this deal Rupert Murdoch and Fox have concerns about the deal, and apparently some of those concerns were relayed to Mr. Trump. Now, this gets into a bit of a sort of a viper's nest in terms of what kind of influence the president himself can actually bring to bear, because he can't wade into a judicial investigation or a, a regulatory investigation. But he has the bully pulpit of the presidency, and he has obviously a Twitter account with 25 million followers. And when he speaks, people listen. So He's already spoken out about the deal, and he spoke out about the deal before this conversation with Rupert Murdoch. He's not in favor of it, but we have to see what the regulators say. We have to see what objections come from other quarters, what other companies are going to say about this deal, because there are other critics and other opponents of it out there. But it's very interesting to see the proximity and the closeness between Rupert and the new president playing out in this way. One last quick point to finish off with, Matt, is the influence of Jared Kushner, Donald Trump's son-in-law and, of course, husband to Ivanka. He's a special advisor to President Trump and now one of the most powerful people in Trump's inner circle. How do you see his role playing out, particularly with the media? Well, Jared, before the election, was responsible for a lot of the campaign strategy, but we reported before the election that he'd been talking to bankers about trying to raise money for a Trump TV network. He and Rupert are very close. 
when Jared bought the New York Observer newspaper several years ago, he told friends and was reported as saying that he wanted to take a leaf out of Rupert's book. So he does admire Rupert, and there's a lot of mutual respect between the two of them. He'd been talking to bankers about a Trump TV network, again, with Fox News clearly being the model of sorts. And that's on the back burner now, obviously, because he's got a bigger job and Donald Trump is now the president. So Jared is in the White House. You know, He and Ivanka could hold Trump back in some respects. They were reportedly responsible for weakening a proposed LGBT legislation, which would have caused a bit of an outcry in the LGBT community. They're much more socially liberal than the president is. And for liberals, that may be a good thing. But longer term, I think Jared's eyes are on a bigger prize on, a, on some sort of media play. But as yet... And we have four years to go until that may or may not happen. Well, it's a fascinating story and one we will no doubt be hearing more about in the future. But for now, that was Matthew Garahan in New York. And this has been David Bond in London for FT News.